Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, the business editor at the Washington Post. If you had told me, you know, 10 years ago that the that cities and the urban cores would be revitalized like they are now, I never would have believed it. I thought the march towards suburbia and exurbia was just going to be perpetual. The D.C. region has many strong voices that advocate for its success and its future. We're now joined by one of our longest standing and most respected leaders in the business community. It's Dan Byers, Capital Business Editor at Washington Post. Dan, thanks for joining us here in the studio. Wow, what an intro. Thank you, Jonathan. Well, you've been... Uh, You've been promoting and working and understanding the fabric of this region, both by your own byline and as part of the fabric for many years now. What are you up to right now at the Washington Post covering local business? Uh, it's an incredibly busy time. My entire kind of job has changed in the last few years, especially since uh, Jeff Bezos bought the Washington Post. I begin my day much earlier than I used to because the uh, world demands information online in the morning. They typically want to read it before they, they get off uh, and headed to work. And so the first thing I do is wake up in the morning. I scan the headlines. I send the notes to the staff. I uh, get stories. I often edit stories before I uh, head into work. This A lot of this happens before 7 a.m. And then I head into work. We have a stand-up. We are publishing Throughout the day, uh, dozens of pieces, literally dozens of pieces. And then at the end of the day, we kind of figure out what the, what's going to go in the print paper. It's uh, a very sort of dynamic process. We get a lot of feedback from sort of the, the data we collect during the day. We get uh, real-time information about what stories readers are, are gravitating to. And just that kind of feedback loop really changes the way you edit too, because you're you're very aware of what the audience wants at any uh, moment in time. And so that guides you to what are they craving and also what are they what else do they need to know in their diet and how do you kind of elevate that coverage so that they uh, can find it. So from your perspective as an editor of a local business section of a national international news organization, how do you think D.C. is coming across as, uh, as a place to business or a place to come and work? The interesting thing right now is there's never probably been more attention on Washington than right now. I mean, we are front and center in every discussion, and we can see it in our readership traffic. We can see just people pouring. We can see it into the new people subscribing to the Washington Post. We can just see that our political coverage, our government coverage, has just never been of higher interest. And I really think this is an opportunity for the region. I think this is a time for the region to really sort of say, okay, everybody's looking at Washington. It's now for us to put our best foot forward and to talk about what are all the great things that Washington has to offer, what is going on in Washington for, for everyone who works here and, and cares about the region to really be thinking about what is the message that we should be communicating to the world about the region? When I'm looking at my uh, media diet, I see ads for Maine and Wyoming and come visit all these places. And it seems like to me as if everybody's coming to read about and learn about Washington, we should also be telling them about all the strengths and opportunities in Washington and all the great changes that have been happening in the in this region. So what kind of stories um, do you think we should be telling? What have you seen from your perspective as an editor over the last six months you think are indicative of the type of stories we should be telling? You know, I'm a lifelong Washingtonian. I, I, I was born in Cheverly. I grew up in Hyattsville. I'm a family member at Columbia. I went to school in D.C. Um, I got hired by, you know, my hometown newspaper, the Washington Post. If you had told me, 
you know, 10 years ago that the, the cities and the urban cores would be revitalized like they are now. I never would have believed it. I thought the march uh, towards suburbia and exurbia was just uh, going to be perpetual. Um, and I think that what's happening in the city now is, is dynamic. We have obviously got uh, uh, big issues to confront uh, because of that. Um, uh, but uh, there's just a liveliness in the city that just uh, uh, wasn't happening before. Uh, there's uh, uh, just a, a surge of, of change in places like Tyson's and any place in Bethesda and places along the, the, uh, the metro rails. And I think this is just a it's, a, it's a good story to tell about Washington. It deserves uh, notice, and um, it's, it's interesting. I think the other thing that's interesting about Washington is the, the business community here is not what the world thinks it is. It's not just government contractors and lawyers. Uh, certainly that's a big part of what we do here, but we, we have really big, interesting companies that are doing big, interesting things um, one of the things I do is I edit uh, uh, an annual report called Top Workplaces, and I'm always amazed when I start to take a deep look into these companies uh, about just the, the breadth of things that people are doing here, companies that aren't always in the limelight, uh, that uh, uh, take care of their employees do and do uh, really interesting work. There's a lot of innovation in the government uh, contracting sector uh, that, that gets very little notice. And I think that the more that we can kind of surface what we really do here, the better uh, the region will be. I sense passion and commitment as you describe this. And it makes me think, what causes somebody like you to become a journalist? And how do you feel about journalism today with all the changes in the industry? You know, I'm kind of a local boy at heart. And so I care very much about telling my neighbors what's going on in town. Um, that's uh, always been sort of uh, uh, one of the missions that I feel very uh, passionate about. Um, I can do it now on a much bigger stage. I mean, the Washington Post is turning itself into a national and global brand, and so our megaphone is so much louder than it used to be before. Um, uh, and, th you know, that just, that's an opportunity for the paper. That's an opportunity for me. You know, I'm just interested in people knowing all the kind of things that I think make this region so unique uh, and different. Also, letting people know that we're not perfect, that we have real problems here, uh, things that really need to be solved, and to uh, shine a light on those things. What insight do you have about how D.C. is perceived outside the region as a place to do business? I think outside the region, everybody's really smitten with the uh, the, the, the notion that we need to drain the swamp, that, that, that there's all these uh, very deep entrenched uh, interests here. And indeed, there you know there are problems with uh, uh, inside interests, uh, vested interests, uh, swaying public policy, and that sort of thing. But I think that only tells part of the story uh, of what goes on here, and that there's an awful lot of people in this region that are uh, uh, working for national associations, for law firms and things that are actually trying to uh, uh, do good in the world. And I think that you have to tell both stories. Um, and I think that I would hate to see us drain the swamp and also drain all the, the good in the region as well. And I think, I think that it needs to be sort of to tell that story more in its totality and also to also talk about, well, what is the swamp and what do we mean by that? And how do we eradicate the things that we think are undermining our you know, sense of government? One of the people who keeps an eye on our business community and entrepreneur community is growing and make sure that people get connected every day. Dan, thanks for joining us. Thank you. 
And that was another episode of What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman, and my producer, Tracy Madigan, we both remind you that what matters is how you think we're doing. So don't forget to direct message us at, at What's Working DC if you've got a story idea. And do tell your friends to subscribe to the show on iTunes or Podcast One. And you know what? If you can take the time to rate our show, it'll help spread the word that this show is hitting an important chord for the entrepreneurial business community here in what you and I agree is one of the most interesting places to be an entrepreneur in the entire world. So we'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>